You're excited for cellar beer now. Well, that these are supposed to be cellar. They're, they're at right temperatures in cellars. Yeah, they're good. I see. All right. Well, I, enough about me. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go <laughs> from that. I got hey, no transition. Know, let's do on the that. guest. My favorite part. Oh, we're gonna guess the guest. All right. You ready to guess the guest?
okay, zone six, is that, it was zone six. That was just the, it said zone six, it didn't say, all right, I, I didn't, I, I, when you said zone six, I started thinking the Indian Pacific. Oh, well, there you go. I was thinking something, but I, mean, I didn't know if zone six was zone six. What do you mean? I think I'm, I think we're having technical difficulties. My mic. Well, we've done it again, technical difficulties. <laughs> hey, we gave the audience, like, one show, I think, where we didn't have any technical the difficulties. The third cast member, the third host, it, technical difficulties. It, yes, it's a big part of our game. So, just to let everybody know, we've been, you know, this is when we probably just didn't gather the natural talent or whatever you do. Whatever you do. Whatever you do. Whatever you do. It sounds much better now, but we were having this delay thing. Brian was talking, and I can hear him. We're in the same room together. We're in the same room. But I heard him in my ear, maybe... A split second later. Yes, yes. And wow, that's hard. That's hard to do. Hard to do, <laughs> do, 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 do. This sounds better. Okay. Better, we're good. Better, we're good. Better. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. How do you spell that? Gucci. G-U-C-C-I. Gucci. Is this the rapper here? Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. Gucci Mane. You're saying Gucci Mane? Well, uh, Gucci Gang is also a thing. We'll get there. Okay. But Gucci Mane, Gucci, you know, they're, yeah. The, well, these are the guys. Did Gucci, is that basically the brand name of their clothing? Yes. Is that a little white haired kid? <laughs> what are these kids doing these days? They're naming their band after clothing. What are they going to come out with next? Levi's? <laughs> All right. Gucci Gang. Maine. Gucci Maine. <clears throat> All right. Born February 12, 1980. He was actually born Roderick Galantic Davis. Galantic? Yeah, it's a pretty sweet name. Roderick I like Galantic. that. That's what I thought. He's uh, from Bessemer, Alabama, the United States. His parents were Ralph Everett Dudley and uh, Dickie Jean Davis. More wine, Dudley. His dad, Ralph, was in the Army. He spent some time in Korea. Family tradition of military service. Both of Roderick's grandfathers were also in the military. One was a chef, did 12 years, and the other was in World War II on the USS South Dakota. Um, so he's got a military background. I think we can solve the plural. Uh, hey. <laughs> Grandfather. It, no, you said his dad, I thought. Oh, yeah. No, his dad was in the Korean War. I'm sorry. His grandfather was in World War II. Yeah. And his great-grandfather was a Vietnam vet. Well, or the, the both of them. Like, two grandfathers. One was a chef, did 12 years. The other one was both. Okay. So. All right. All right. Well, it sounds like it's a solid, nice, a good, solid family. A rich family history of military service. <clears throat> I like that. His mom, Vicky, was a social worker and a teacher. Okay. So his parents met in 1978. And two years later, little baby Roderick was born. This sounds like a nice story so far. Well, now, you notice his last name is Davis, not Dudley, right? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't take offense to that all that much. Yeah, well, uh, Vicky was... In life in general. I mean, I just... Whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. yeah. Vicky was given birth to Roderick. Ralph wasn't there. See, Ralph was on the lam because he was running from the police. They were going after him. He had some, I don't know, crack problems. So Ralph leads to uh, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, okay. And he wasn't able to make it. Blah, 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 blah. So he wasn't there to sign the uh, birth certificate. So uh, Roderick got his mom's last name at Davis. Okay. Because he was his dad was on the lam trying to get him to go. And he said, "Man, this is just not going to work." So I, back in the seventies, we're looking at no eighties. Detroit in the 80s, <laughs> you might have found some cocaine. Uh, I, I, something happened in Detroit. The 80s. Wow. 
drugs now, but not when you say it's the first time. <laughs> oddly we'll oddly get, enough, we'll, we'll get there uh, in the next episode. You stay tuned. Uh, Roderick has an older brother, uh, older half-brother, Victor. Vicky had a kid before she died. So top half or the bottom half? Top half. Okay. That plays in. <laughs> Radrick was primarily raised by his grandmother, though, because Vicky was going to college to get a degree. Down in Alabama? Down in Alabama. Alabama. Sweet. Sweet home land. Radrick attended Jonesboro Elementary School. Um, he likes poetry and started doing raps and stuff like that. I never liked poetry. I mean, you're talking about we have the Jim Morrison episode here. Yep. I never did. Um, and he was a poet. Uh, we've had a few of our thing or our, our, our subjects of into poetry. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I suppose if you put it in the form of music and played some instruments, I might like it a little bit more. But I'm never going to just sit down and read some poetry. You don't like the slam, man, when people come in with the word jams and make jam sandwiches about ideas, man. That's not your plan, man. Is that from Mr. Santa's monologue? Is that no, that's off the top of my head. I like to do just uh, random slam poetry for no reason. I would do it all the time. All right. The little bit I did like poetry, you just ruined it for me. <laughs> nice job, Ryan. Nin- 1986, age six, Victor ruins Radrick because he takes him to his first hip-hop concert. Okay, down in, in Alabama. No, they're actually in uh, New York City, I believe. New York City. That's <laughs> where you can probably be sad. Uh, they see oh, LL Cool J, Run DMC, and the Beastie Boys. So he's got some, you know, good early influence there. Age 9, 1989, Radrick uh, and Ralph had a distant relationship pretty much that. They're not the best of friends. They would see each other sporadically due to, quote, family problems. Uh, and then Vicky and Radrick moved to Atlanta. Wow, okay. So they're just – now, why were they in New York? But no, uh, that was a concert. They just went to go see a concert in New York. I think so. All right. Well, that's how that was cool. Yeah, I can go to New York. I'll go to yeah. yeah I've traveled for yeah. A I, he's still he's still like he's still got his head on his shoulders today. Yes. Yeah. He's hosting some karaoke challenge. I right? think he's doing <laughs> a great job. I think he's doing fine right now. Yeah. So uh, they're in Atlanta. The plan was to move with Vicky's Atlanta boyfriend, but at the last minute they move in with one of Vicky's church friends because it's like maybe not live with this guy before That's your church friend. That's my Atlanta boyfriend. They get kicked out of the church friend's house, and they bounce around. Um, but Ralph, the dad, finally sets them up at a night's inn over in a high-crime area. But uh, I think he got them to be in a high-crime area at <laughs> the night's inn. He's like, I got this, guys. I know I'm not around, but let me put you up at the night's, and, and we got it. They do not have a condom in Atlanta. Continental. Finally, Vicky, uh, they move her and Radrick and Victor to East Atlanta. Radrick attends Cedar Grove Elementary School. This is a little bit of uh, Vicky's Atlanta. East Atlanta. That's that's where like Vicky Carter Bulldog is. Uh, you know, I've only been through Atlanta. I've never actually been to Atlanta. I know where East Atlanta is. Victor and Radrick were uh, good at school. They got good average grades. You know, they're good at sports, but they didn't play any music. You know, they're, they're normal good average kids, right? They go to sports. And then uh, they sold drugs, and they leave. Leave. So eighth grade. Barely. In eighth grade, Radrick's 13, and uh, he uses his Christmas money that year to buy some crack. And he really wants to bring his drug dealing to the next level. Well, crack, yeah, that, there you go. Crack is back. Crack is back. 1994, Radrick went to Ronald E. McNair High School. He's he's in eighth grade selling crack? Yeah. With his Christmas money. 
told you he's trying to step up his game. He's like, I gotta go pro, bro. So I just, that's you know, he's a successful prop. He's a, hu- he's a hustler. Uh, a little bit more than that. So uh, he's at he's at Ronald D. McNair High School. He's getting good grades. He's he's popular. But he's got crap. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my note. I was like, imagine the kid who's selling drugs is popular. Ooh, <laughs> I guess you get invited to a lot of parties, huh? Like you're the reason we have parties. Just bring crap. Just bring the crap. So he um, he didn't smoke weed though until like '95. So you never get high on your own supply. That's the rule, right? That's the rule. Yeah, I so know. Yeah. But he meets a girl that he had a crush on, and she's like, "You want to get high?" And he's like, "Okay." What and is so that, Hill? He started a friends with benefits arrangement, and that sort of he paid her in crack. <laughs> he paid. I bet you did. Pay her in crack. She smoked some weed with you, and then some things happened. Yeah. Huh? pay a lot of women in crack, do you? <laughs> no, I'm not a drug dealer, but I think if you're a drug dealer, you'll create drugs for sex. Oh, well, yeah, okay. So, I mean, there's an analogy there. Hey, can I blow my nose? I don't know. Can you? Can you? Can you do the can-can? I hate this podcast. I don't know why. Can I go to the bathroom? I'm okay. Yep. May I May. blow my nose, Brian? <laughs> Maybe. 1995, age 15, Radrick is riding his bike when the dude... Pulls a gun, points it at his head. Why? why? Because when you got to see a desert eagle, you got to show the people off. The guy had a desert eagle? Yeah, Radrick's got a desert eagle at his head. And uh, dude takes all of his money and all of his drugs. The guy holding kids up well, with a desert eagle? That's like a $1,200 gun. If you're going to rob somebody, A, do it in style, and then B, like they say, taking candy from babies, it's super easy. They don't put up much of a fight. It's desert and eagle. For everybody that doesn't know what that is, it's a big motherfucking handgun. It's like, is it a 50 caliber or 50? No. It's a huge handgun. It looks like something you'd see on a video game, but it's real. They're huge. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah. Well, so there's some dude, petty Annie Larceny, with a Desert Eagle. Jacking kids on their bikes for their drugs and their drug money. Yeah. I, he, he knew he's a drug dealer. And that, that, they got robbed, and he's like, who's that guy over there? That kid, 15 on a bike. He's got drugs and money. Let's go rob him. Pretty sure I can take him. I better bring my gun with me. Well, ever since then, Radrick, he, he sort of, he's like, oh, we're in the pros now. So he starts carrying a 38 with him. That's a better gun for concealment. Still gets the job done. These are not the tips we want to give out, but here we are. Still gets the job done. 1997, Radrick gets into a feud with the local street gang, the East Shoal Boys. They saw him coming from racing. They beat uh, one of Radrick's buddies up, Javon, about half to death, beat the shit out of him. Um, and then this one time, these two grown men were looking for Radrick at high school during class time. There's just these two thugs roaming the halls going, hey, you know Radrick Davis? And he's, they're just going to walk into a, a thing, grab him out of his seat. Just smash him, right? Fourth hour temp. <laughs> Radrick's like, all right, I can't have you guys coming into my classes. So we decide to settle everything, and uh, they go line up a street fight. Sidebar. <laughs> so, as everyone knows, Brian and I went to a, uh, a Catholic school, but we rode the bus with the with the rest of the schools in our area, all the, all the public kids. schools. So, after riding the bus with the same people and neighbors and going around and stuff, you get to know these kids, play baseball, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, a couple of these dudes, so me and Scott both, you know, grew up miles and miles down the road from each other, go to the same high school together. Um, we get invited to go to a 
get invited to a fight. We get invited to help out at a fight. Oh, hey, you work at the door? What do you? Well, no, it was, it was it was between the the the, the stoners and the jocks. And so a couple of the jocks were like, dude, you guys want to help us out in the fight? We're going to fight the stoners. When I got to high school, those were the same people. Oh. So anyways, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fights late. This is in seventh or eighth grade. So I remember I got like a, a roll of pennies or something. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing. I'd never been in a fight in my life. Got a roll of pennies in your pocket? Or so uh, we, all, we all like get out of school and we walk downtown to the, or down, down to the, the football field. And by the time St. Robert's gets in here and's about to fight, like adults have heard of this, okay? <laughs> so, so we all get there, and we we're kind of walking with the people from school to the football. Who you're gonna fight? Who we're gonna fight? But we've already called it. Fight's gonna happen at four o'clock at the football field, and it's only three thirty. So what time is the fight, Matt? <laughs> and and you know the stoners, these are just dudes that we know. <laughs> these dudes growing up in the evil. That's but it, Nick's standing Matt. So we all we all get to the you know. Field, but like the parking lot area, we're all looking at each other. All right, time to fight. And then some adult walks out there. I mean, oh. they, they probably—I don't even think they were there to break up a fight. It was uh, probably guys that unlocked the gym so they could they could clean out the stalls or something. <laughs> Everybody just starts yelling, ah, "Cops! Cops! Because the cop knew nothing." Adults. We all just ran away. We all met up at like the DMW later. As as you hear, everybody. <laughs> No, no, and his name is Rattler. Yeah, but, but I used to be Roderick, R-A-D-D, Rattler. That's my uh, Midwestern name. Because I used to work for Rattler. Really? Yeah, that's my name. It is a fun story. Uh, well, they get in a fight with the East Shoals boys, and um, much like your story, they leave them alone since the fight. They're like, we're good. We just, we just swung it out. All right. That, that's a good old-fashioned fist fight. Yeah. All right. 1998, Roderick uh, graduates from Manor High School. Gets a 3.0 GPA and a Hope Scholarship to Georgia Community College. Wow. Yeah, so he he doesn't have to be a drug dealer. He's kind of got a future brewing. Yes. All right. Like, he could be famous on the side. So, at Hope Premier College, Radrick took computer programming courses. Good, good idea. He rarely attended class, and he got kicked out of the Hope Premier College in 2001. Lucky. He got caught... Uh, with crack cocaine by an undercover cop. But he doesn't look like he's doing that anymore on the drugs. I don't know if he does the coke and the crack, but he does smoke the weed. Crack is bad. Crack is whack. Cocaine is bad, too. Not as bad as crack. Weed is bad. Not as bad. But just my opinion. April 23rd, 2001, age 21. Radrick is charged with possession of a controlled substance, obstruction of an officer, Served time. Two days. That's no slap on the wrist. Apparently, he's not making enough money to hire those two oh. big boys. <laughs> You're all okay with the fart mic, but burping in the mic. We don't even have a fart mic. We just talk about farts. That's true. We're not going to have a fart mic. We can't afford the two microphones we got. <laughs> 2001, Radrick decides to take a serious run at this music thing because he's been doing his poetry and his rapping and his acting. So how old is he at this time? Is he 20? He releases LaFlair. Woo! Oh, that didn't work either. He releases LaFlair. Woo! 
like it's sidebar. I have. Oh. <laughs> Woo! I have the smallest cable package you can get. <laughs> you got a small package. So no. The no. smallest package one could get. Ben uh, has. No. Continue. A- I have AT and T cables. I only have the TV. The U two hundred. No, not even that. The U seven. <laughs> because I get the local, all the stuff you get out of that antenna, and I get that just so I can get up on the roof. That's the thing, right, is CBS, CBS All Access, because now we have to bit and piece all your freaking TV together, right? Like, they want four bucks a month just so I can watch Star Trek. The new one? Yeah. Four bucks a month? Yeah. Really? They say it is. I guess Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, is pretty good, and then that Picard series is coming. I, so. uh, I'm going I'm to wait and see what Jerry has to say about Picard one day. I hope it's good. What do you feel? Uh, 
feel free to check out the Vanilla Ice episode. Drop that hero down here in this hero alley. I like these kids. (laughs) I love it. I'm never going to watch that movie. 2005, Radrick decides to release his own record album. Just get good old Killer Mike. Jeez. (laughs) Let's see if we can do this. (laughs) This is a ride on the struggle bus today, brother. This is so bad. Oh, my God. So, all right. Back to technical difficulties number two. No, we were getting delayed. There's some gremlin in the system here, man. And that one was weird because it started out just like we do it now. We restarted the program. So did mine. And then all of a sudden we had this echoey thing in our headphones over and over. Brian would talk, and about a half a second later (laughs) we would hear it in our headphones again. It was terrible. It was bad. I I apologize, guys. We couldn't get into it, man. It was like, um, you know what it would be like? Like yelling at somebody across the football field. So they can hear you across the football field, but they can also hear you on a walkie-talkie because that sound broadcasts much quicker. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so you're hearing everything twice but split just in a second. We couldn't focus because focus is a hard drug. (laughs) Focus is so hard. All right. All right, just to recap real quick. All right, we got this guy. <laughs> We're talking about a dude. <laughs> got a dude named Radrick Davis. And he's a drug dealer by day. Yes. He's going to school at night. Right. He's trying to do a little rap between the s- system. He was born in the 80s. 80s? 80s? 80s. Uh, 80s. 80s. Yep. Yeah, so he's a, he's doing some drug dealing. Atlanta. Doing some music. He's kind of a smart dude. His parents didn't seem to be too fucked up except for that thing where his dad apparently was into heroin. And crack. And it was the 80s, man. A lot, of, a lot of cocaine going around. All right. All right. So we got our audience caught up. I feel like we do. All right. Now Brian and I are going to take a moment. Take a moment. Take a moment. All right. All right. So, Radrick is, uh, he released a new song, Black Tea, with a black t-shirt, Black Tea, and he sings so icy. He does these things with the, his New York City rapper, Young Jeezy. We talked about that. Young Jeezy? Yep. His own album, Trap House, in 2005. We talked about that. Hey, was it Trap, 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 Trap? I don't know. I'll tell you that. I don't know. I don't don't think it's supposed to play upon it. No, I think Trap is a subdivision of Rap. Yeah. But what what does that describe? Only Rap. Well, okay. Now, homework. That's homework. (laughs) That's homework. Figure out what Trap is. Figure out what Trap is. We'll come come back at you. If we have another technical difficulty, we'll bring up it again. I feel like we're headed there. <laughs> Are, do you think so? I think so. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Radrick releases this album, Trap House. It's got the single, Icy, on it. And him and Young Jeezy do a collab on there. Uh, but they start beefing. Gucci writes it a song. And we all know what that means. Beefing's not he good. He was a demigod. I wrote the song. He's like, no, I wrote the song. And so... The album hit top 20 on Billboard's R&B and hip-hop li- uh, charts. And oh. then it hit number one on Billboard Heat Seeker charts. So now you got – this is it's important to have music rights then because that's money. not having money. Money. So uh, during the beef with Young Jeezy, Jeezy puts out a $10,000 bounty on Radrick's ice cream cone chain. He's got this big ice cream cone medallion chain thing. And is there ice cream in that? He is not. Oh, dude, we're going to have to do part two Takeshi, man. You can't. can't, We got to wait until it's all over. I know, but it's coming, folks. (laughs) Update. We need to not only do a a part two on Takeshi 69, 
but we need to dedicate a little bit of our Facebook and our web our webpage to some of the funny memes that are coming out. Oh, Him yeah. sitting in the courtroom and burning everybody in. <laughs> it, we got to do it. You called it, too. You said that Dude. in our first update. And I'll tell you, it's not our first even update. close to over. This dude's probably going to get killed. Uh, yeah. I mean, Somebody's going to kill him. Well, if they put him on suicide watch. Snip, 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 snip. Yeah, but he's I, rich. Suicide watch. No, I don't. I. That was a Weinstein I, joke. If he Epstein doesn't. Joke. Suicide by Hillary <laughs> instead of a male one. A lot of your friends kill themselves, guys. <laughs> so, anyways, he if he gets like acquitted or gets out of jail quick, somebody's gonna shoot him. Oh yeah, it's he's gonna have to be in protective custody. Yeah, well he's not. Uh, all right, he's not. No, all right, no. no. Well, all right, let's use this episode. Start ring the start sound button. Uh, we already we should, but yeah, it's coming. That'll be our first ever like callback. And that'll be Takeshi. So, uh, like Takeshi, Jesus got this bounty on him. If you can bring me back uh, Radrick's ice cream cone chain, I'll give you 10 Gs. This is like a video game uh, thing where, you know, you're playing some video game. And they're like, <laughs> trying to get the bounties. Try to go get, you got to go kill the bad guy and then take his necklace and bring it back to him. Well, May 19th, 2015, he had some takers because Radrick was uh, chilling at his house in Decatur, Georgia. With a stripper and some of his friends. And uh, the stripper was a dude? No. You said Ra- with a stripper and some of his friends. Radrick was hanging out with a stripper, comma, and some of Radrick, his friends. The stripper was a subject. That that goes back to the, the pronoun goes back to the subject. The stripper was a subject. Radrick, along with some of his friends, were at his home in Decatur, Georgia with a stripper. Okay. Better. It's <laughs> a much better scenario. A uh, group of dudes dressed in all black like ninjas with brass knuckles and guns ambush Radrick and the stripper and his friends. Ninja is a very popular uh, screen in the video game Fortnite. I've heard that. I've yeah. actually heard no, about he's, that. He's, he's, very tr- he's making a lot of money. So these dudes are in Radrick's house and a uh, scuffle breaks out. Well, hell yeah, there's a scuffle going to break out. There's five ninjas in my house. And like the video game, Gunfire from both sides. Take cover! Gunfight? Yeah. Inside there's going to be gunfight. Heck yeah, there's going to be gunfight. Radrick acquires a gun. Starts firing back too. The invaders run off. Did they just get his uh, ice cream cone necklace? They did not. But three days later, the body of Henry Clark III, a.k.a. Pookie Lock, was found at a local middle school. So they dumped one of their buddies. Well, Pookie Lock uh, died. Well, hold on, though. So he probably got shot during that scuffle. Who, yeah, who yeah. side was Pookie Lock? Uh, he was in the invader's side. So the invaders come into this guy's house. Yep. There's gunfight. Yep. One of the ninja invaders get killed. Well, he gets shot in the house and they run off. Oh, they find, his, they find his body three days later in the local middle school. Okay, so his buddies then probably took him back to their house, whatever, got him in, the, got him in their 76 Bonneville, drove him back. Also, a rapper signed the Jeezy's CTE record label. So they were kind of buddies at the time. Well, I mean, they were under the same label. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So now, DeKalb County uh, issues a warrant for Radrick's 
arrest for first degree murder. Oh. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, we at least want to talk to you. Radic turns himself in. He said uh, he shot in self-defense. He posts $100,000 bail on May 24th, the day his album was officially released. So, boom, street cred for you. Yeah, well, now you got that part of the rap game. But uh, yeah, July 2005, right? We'll get back to that in a minute. Too bad. All right, so <laughs> just I want this real quick. You can't do it. Yeah, you can't not. What? What are you going to say? Uh, uh, I can skip that. That's better. This actually is a big part of this show. It's the third host now. I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what to do either. That's the thing. We're to take our headphones off and talk. I guess. All we right. Probably should. It's fine. Yeah. We're done. Actually, I think I turned mine off. Yours doesn't bother you. Oh, wait, no, it does. <laughs> exactly. All right. <laughs> we're, we're doing it naked. Adapt and overcome. Uh, July 2005. Uh, concert promoter was at Big Cat Records to pick up a CD. Big Cat. CD, I gotta promote this concert for you, so send us a CD, please. He and Roderick get into a disagreement. Uh, Disagreements follow. Dude turned Roderick, uh, like, what? You I got can't pro- do your problem this with me? Headphones, Brian. It's hard, dude. I can't do this without headphones. <sighs> Alright, we're gonna have to stop again. Alright, hold on, hold on. Listen, everybody, we'll be right back. Shut her down, boot her back up. I feel like this sounds really good right now. Wow, everything's at a different level, too. So, that flies your face the wall. Genetics. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. All right, but ne- neither did the record promoter. <laughs> I got to bring it around, right? <laughs> the record promoter's like, what's happening? Because Radrick, like, punches him in the face. And then he starts hitting him with a pool cue. Uh, again, I'm not using a pool cue for <laughs> the first form of weapon. I don't understand how a pool cue, like, you hit with it fast. I don't feel like it got a lot of mass. And if you hit somebody hard enough, like a break. This didn't say loaded pool cue either. It just said pool cue. So why he had a pool cue at the record company, maybe they're playing pool. I don't know. But they beat down this freaking concert promoter. Okay. Radrick gets six months in jail and six and a half years probation. Okay. Six months in jail, huh? That's, that's jail already. He's done a little bit of time yeah. in jail. Yeah. Uh, he had to pay $3,000 in medical bills, too, because of that defect in the pool cue. He didn't have good – he didn't have, like, Obamacare insurance and things like that. Yep. While Radrick was in jail, all the murder charges were dropped. For that guy at the shootout in the house? The shootout, that, yep. That's fair. Due to lack of evidence. They're like, well, due to they were in my house. Well, and people were shooting at me. Other people were sh- – I wasn't the only one shooting. Yeah. So, but I told you I'd come back. August 2nd, 2005, Radrick is arrested for... More drugs. Aggravated assault, assault with a deadly weapon, and terroristic threats. Ter- well, modern times now, man. I kill you! I- I'll kill you because you don't believe in anything I believe. Terrorist, that's terrorist threats. 2006, Radrick releases Hard to Kill with the single, Pizza Kid. Pizza. And, keep your hands off my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that bounty's still open if you want. No, actually, they're friends now. We'll get there. We'll get there. Bounty's still open, though, Brian. Well, nobody collected it. I'll pay it back. Okay. Uh, I'll give you a little spoiler. 
All right, so this uh, single, Freaky Girl, it peaks at number 12 on the rap and hip-hop tra- uh, charts. It goes number 9 on the R&B and hip-hop charts. It goes number 62 on the Hot 100. The basic idea is that this guy can write a popular song. Yeah, I think he did globally, though. Almost. Huh? Se- All right. September 27, 2006, Radrick is arrested for possession of... Less. Less than an ounce of cocaine. Ooh. December 11th, 2006. Radrick is arrested for more drugs, aggravated assault, and assault with a deadly weapon. That's assault, brother. Hey, I keep forgetting to use that. <laughs> 2007, Radrick releases his fourth album, Back to the Trap House. Yeah, you got, again, again, we've got to figure out what trap is. We're doing that at night. Well, if you like, uh, you can ask Ludacris and Little Kim because they were on remixes on Back to the Trap House of Freaky Girl. Really? Yep. So now he's hanging out with some popular folks. Luda. Uh, he makes some mixtapes. He guests on OJ the Juice Man song. Uh, make the trap say, "Hey." I, I kind of, I've, I've, I've had to listen to this. I'm sure you've heard it on the radio. Yeah. You're really overthinking this trap thing, though, aren't you? You're I like, I want to know. know. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what's Bumble going on. Rap. I think I know what that is. These guys are the guys that uh, Snoop Dogg makes fun of, like, if you've ever seen Snoop Dogg making fun of those guys, yeah. Well, this is Gucci the Gucci gang, and he's like, ah, Gucci, like, Eminem has a thing in, like, Eminem rap gap about. about apart. I, I don't yeah. know if these guys take this, you know, all together, but a lot of Eminem's shit is going right after other. No, Eminem specifically targets Gucci, and he's like, I'm not a fan, ain't for me. Yeah. I don't yeah. like what you do. All right, I'll have to listen to him. More of this beat. April 26, 2007, 7.58 a.m. Police officers. Radrick is because he gets arrested for... Drugs? Felony battery. I'm just going to keep guessing that. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to mix it up for you. See, this is how bad it gets. April 27, Drugs? at 11 a.m. <laughs> Radrick is, drug. <laughs> is arrested for... Drugs. Cruelty to children... What battery of a family and vi- battery of a family member and family violence, and he's out on five hundred and fifty dollars bail. What's the what now? Was he spanking a kid? I'm trying to figure this out. Sometimes you can't get into these things because they uh, seal them and stuff, kids. and the payola and things. So right. So sometimes I'm just gonna say stuff, and you're not gonna have resolution. <laughs> and I'm, I apologize if this is what it looks like. Oh, okay. Then I'll make some stuff up in my head. Drugs. Go ahead. Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. July 23rd, 2008, Radrick is arrested on charges. Drugs. Of yes. And a, D- and a DUI charge. Ooh. He's got possession of uh, less than an ounce of weed and possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Or possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Radrick uh, posts a $3,256 in bond. It's a percentage of the maximum penalty or something like that. The if only you run. time that I had to post the bond is when I put that truck in the river and the uh, <laughs> I put it in the river. We all walked away. <laughs> we had to go back. It was somebody's bachelor party. We had to go here. Short s- sidebar. <laughs> short story. Well, yeah, we've already talked about this. And and um, have we? When we were all up at a buddy's, uh, we were camping for a buddy's bachelor party, and uh, I went off to go get pizzas with some people. I feel like we've talked. Okay, so we're camping out on some out in the woods. Not not a campsite, out in the woods. 
So uh, one half of the bachelor party, well, half of the four people or whatever, goes up to this little local bar and gets some pizza. Or going to order some pizza and then bring Brian, it back. Brian, where whatever. are your pizzas? We, we ended up all going up there in a couple vehicles. And uh, not everybody knew everybody. So I was giving a couple dudes a ride back in my truck. They didn't know that well. They were going to school to be dentists. Ben was giving dudes truck rides truck in the back rides with my dudes, hunting for dudes. I had a big old truck, big four-door truck. I was following in your chase car that night. I was too. So I took, I, I didn't take the curb as much as I should have. Dirt roads. Dirt roads. And I was trying to keep up with dudes. Is every, whatever you're thinking in your head, that's what was happening. It was all bad. Yes. It was stupid drinking, whatever. Well now, the truck well, now, wait, let me, I think I can pick up the story Allegedly. here, because we lose sight of Ben in the truck for a little bit, because they were going faster than us. Yeah, and Jason was driving. Yes, he was. Yeah, because Jason did not ever go fast. No, he did not. And that's why Matt got in his car, because he's like, <laughs> Jason don't go fast, I'm going to ride Jason. As we come around the corner, we see Ben's truck, which is now sideways, laying on the passenger side door in a river. In a river. And then our friend. Not a huge river. Rat. Pops open the side door, like tank style, and shimmies out the top, now the top of the truck. And, uh, hey guys, and we're like, you need a ride, fellas? Everyone gathers their things, and literally you could look through the truck to see the passenger side window, and there's water running beneath it. Yeah, so we we go back to camp, and I'm... Wait, there were signs in the trees on these poles about 30 feet high that says, Jesus is watching, and the Lord knows what you do, and things like that. You remember those? No. Oh, for sure. Do you remember the police There's officer calling the next day? Oh, you got a phone there. Well, we didn't even really have phones back then. Not cell phones and stuff. It was kind of before cell phones were invented. Right about, yeah, right about the tip before everyone. But somehow. You had a phone. They got a hold of. I might have had a pager. Might have had a pager. They got a hold of somebody. They got a hold of somebody, 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 somebody to get me a message to call the state police post immediately. No, so, I've heard this message. Hello, this is uh, State Trooper Caribou. Uh, there's going to be a warrant issued for your arrest if you don't come talk to us yeah. about your truck that you left in the river. That's as close as I ever got to a, war- a warrant or a, 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 a bail or whatever. Just a, a threat. I got a threat from a, a cop. I went down there the next night. Well, when we came back the next day, the truck was gone. Yeah, we got back there the next morning. The truck was gone. With no communication to us, it was like, oh, shit, the truck's gone. Like, who yeah. took it? Like, did yeah. it just float so, away? People oh, are looking down the river. Well, we knew some people who was a bulldozer. We're going to pull it out the next day. We didn't make a big deal of it. Nobody was hurt. There was that Christian camp down the road or something like that. There was, there's almost nobody out where we camped. No, State it was land. Not, no, it was all state land. <laughs> uh, me and, when police tell me to do something, I do it. I do it immediately. <laughs> this is State Trooper Caribou. Uh, we're going to need you to turn this over. I think it in. was Caribou. I remember, I remember the same trees. I'm telling you. All right, right now we're going to take a break, even though we've taken a lot of breaks. Uh, this is, believe it or not, this is midpoint in the show. You so how many breaks it took. As much as you've heard this part, there's half more to go. I hope nobody listens to this as the first show of our podcast ever. Oh, my God. If you do, um, there's new songs. <laughs>
So, on our off time, Brian, would you like to tell the audience what we did? We, we did, little, did some little, research. Little research into this. Yeah, we put some time into this we podcast. Were, we weren't just tingling. No, we were working. up what trap was so that you and I just both well, know. Well, you looked at, I listened to some music I do research. And right. Don't I, you? I know a lot of music. I knew some. I knew you, some words. You did. You yeah. knew a bunch of words. I knew some all the words. I was happy about that. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that that was the guy. I'm glad I put that together. Now I'm a little bit more excited about this. I'm more into this now. And is we'll have the echo thing, thing on our No, the echo is good. We're feeling good. We're going to, and, and we're going to educate. The echo? Folks. I'm telling you. Traps trap. out there. It's a trap. Admiral Ackbar says it is a trap out there. Don't get the trap. Just oh. kidding. Just kidding. All right, go ahead. You tell. You find <laughs> what you got. And I'm, I found it too. I looked it up. All right. All right. I got it. trap. Not specifically a place where drugs are sold. Rather, because the trap could have been the place where drugs are sold. Yeah, I saw that on my on my on my but, uh, uh, Rather, uh, the ghetto, specifically the ghetto in Atlanta, called the trap because people are stuck in a cycle of selling drugs and hustling to survive, and therefore. Uh, quote, trapped, air quotes, and unable to leave and make a better life for themselves. Quote, meet me in the trap. It's going down. No, okay, so I got, I got, trap music is a style of hip-hop music that was developed in the early 2000s in the southern United States. Huh. It is. This is Wikipedia quoting it. That's where a majority, yeah. Um, Wikipedia is our script. It is typified by subdivided hi-hat, heavy sub-bass layered kick drum style. So they go into kind of the, the what, actual what technical the details. Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the it. Roland PR 808 drum machine. Typically, at halftime, they sync rotated or I don't know what. With layered tap, with tap, 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 on the orchestral drums. synthesizers and an overall melancholy, dark ambiance and lyrical content. The term trap referred to places where drugs are sold. Well, that's just, I mean, that's just kind of silly. I so get it now. It's you know, it's, it's style of music, yep, of rap, and it was developed in the South in the early 2000s. And the term trap has something to do with either getting stuck in the drug game or in a, in a drug house of some sort. Okay, in All Atlanta right, specifically. I'm glad that we've educated our customers. <laughs> what do they got? <laughs> Who our customers? Yes, our fans. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's that's even heavy-handed. I think, but that's fine. Listeners, her name <laughs> you people. That's hey, look at this. I got, I got an official one. Official. Official. Ring my bell. Julia or Julia read a lot of floral bouquets. Roll out those lazy, hazy, baby, baby blues. Hey, save this segue for when we get to our one of our friends. September 13, 2008, Radrick is arrested for drug probation violation. He was smuggling booze in from Canada? No. He oh, only that's appropriate. He only completed 25 hours of his community service when it was supposed to be 600 hours. Well, so he gets a year, serves six months, and is released early for good behavior. Um, couldn't he just get stopped with somebody on the outbound? November 12, 2009, Radrick is arrested for drug parole violation.
watching it going, man, why you always change it up a little. To the <laughs> you feel like you're going to be right in one of these days. <laughs> All right, so uh, he gets six months in jail. Seems good to me. Uh, he's a lot of little time in jail. Oh yeah. Well, but he's productive. We'll get there. We're right. We're about to see some cool shit here. Here we go. He probably enjoyed it a little bit. December 2009, Radrick's uh, latest album, The State versus Radrick Davis, drops. So he's that's putting. That's the name of his album. Yes, State versus Radrick Davis. Do what you know. Use what your mama gave you. Sing about sing about what you know. <laughs> yeah. Not in prison. Do not shake what your mama gave you. Maybe. Maybe. No, 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 no. Radrick made 17 guest appearances in 2009. Uh, some of the songs he appeared on were Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas, uh, Obsessed by Mariah Carey, Five Star Chick by Yo Gotti, Breakup by Mario, Bingo by Waka Flocka Twain and Soldier Boy, Spotlight by Usher. Yeah, and I mean, we looked at, yeah, I looked at some of his music on YouTube, yep. and he was mixing it up with Drake. And so we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, his song Wasted peaked at Hot 100, number 36, and number three on the Hot R&B and Hip Hop chart, number three rap song. Number three rap song. So dude's got his rap down. Yeah. Knows how to rap. And it, it amazes me sometimes, some of our rappers, um, they don't, maybe, they're not as musically distinguished against one another as one might think, but it's what their personal life brings that brings them to the surface, the, the cream, the main Oh, part. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not always their their songs. It's a lot of times their lifestyle. It's not the most talented musician. Yeah, I guess, is that a, is that, could that be said of most of our pop, I would pop stars today? Think so. Yeah. Well, it's just like being a basement garage musician for most of my life. That was the thing. It's like, oh, he's the best this and he's the best that. And then as I got older, it's like, it's some dude or girl you've never heard of yeah. who's the greatest drummer. She's Miley Cyrus you, you is know. not a great singer. No, but, but she's a very popular She knows the game. Yeah. So, she does not know what she's doing. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Somebody get that poor girl a cigar. Well, speaking of getting sandwiches, because 2010, he wants a good meal because Radrick has been released from jail now. What would you, first first meal out of jail, what would you have? Uh, There's only two right answers, but go ahead. Um, pizza? <laughs> yes, that's one of the right answers. <laughs> Steak? Uh, okay, three right answers. Hamburgers. Oh, hamburgers. You like the hamburgers, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've been eating a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> I'm, on a bun, I'm on a bun cleanse right now. I'm like, uh, man, I'm uh, trying to get out of the buns. Uh, I'm more in a taco zone, to be honest oh, with you. Oh, I want to go have carnitas. Carnitas? Carnitas. We can go get carnitas after no, this. No, I want to make them. Oh. I want to make them. All right, we can do that. Yeah, no, I'll bring them. Tacos, Taco Tuesday. <laughs> All right, so 2010, he's out uh, out of jail. He gets some carnitas because he's like, don't get that in jail. And uh, Radrick makes another record called The Appeal, George's Most Wanted. He's just Now he's not even putting any thought into it. He's just <laughs> looking down at his desk. He's going, oh, here's my appeal. What did I need my next? My appeal. All right, George's Most Wanted. That's me. Uh, the first single, Gucci Time, was produced by Swizz Beats. You ever heard of him? He's oh, yeah. very popular. Yeah, yeah, but he's been around for a while. It too. premiered on August 6, 2010 on Radrick's MySpace page. Oh, MySpace. He's in, he's, he's a, he's MySpace. Yeah, he's big in MySpace right there. So uh, then released on U.S. radio on August 24th. So it came out on the MySpace like two weeks before it came out on the U.S. radio. That's a big boost for MySpace. Oh, huge. I mean, like they're, you know, breaking, he's using the new medium. MySpace. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a little long, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> that's a little long into the. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, November second, two thousand and ten. Off-duty police officers notice a white Hummer driving recklessly down Northside Drive. We saw one of those big, not the military style. No, like Hummers, the H three. But the big, huge, and it was purple. Oh God. And it was an older style, so it looked like one of those big shoeboxes. Yeah. And it was smoking. And we're just looking. It's a huge vehicle. They're big. They're big. They're it's big. got it's got big rims on it. You know, Twenty-four inch. Decked out. <laughs> My kids are looking at this. We're parked right behind it, pulling out of our couple cases, and 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 in the most like questioning tone, he goes, "Dad, what is that?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a truck. What is the 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 is it is it is it? They need a special license to drive that truck. Unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. Let's not start judging I, unnecessary things. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so they see this giant Hummer driving down Northside Drive, right? It's all, you know, recklessly erratic, this, that, the other. They call it in. You ever been in one of those? Uh, I've never been in one. No. No. I, if I got one, I'd wait for somebody else. I would think so. Just practicality. My friend Joel. There's a lot of military Joel. vehicles. When cops caught up to Roderick, Roderick was arguing with one of them as well. <laughs> and so uh, this dude, they're outside of an auto body shop, and they're just like in each other's, just in each other's face, right? And then the cops come up. They're like, whoa, what's going on, guys? Um, can we help you out? So the cops chased this guy on his way to an auto body shop. So he got out and started <laughs> arguing with the auto body shop owner. And the cops finally show up. Allegedly. Apparently. Yeah. So uh, Roderick ignores the cops, and then he punches the dude in the face at the auto body shop. He's like, look, man, I'm busy. Boom! He, like, smacks. He's like, cops, I ain't got time I'm for you. Haggard. I'm haggard. I'm handling my business. So uh, the cops pepper spray both men. <laughs> a big punch, too. Pretty awesome. That's generally not the course of action. Yeah. Roderick is charged with driving without a license, driving on the wrong side of the roadway, failure to maintain a lane, failure to obey a traffic control device. Failure to Interfering with government property, obstruction of a law enforcement officer, and reckless driving. Ooh. Now, what do you think happened to Roderick? <laughs> Probably went to jail a little bit. A special plea of mental incompetence was filed. Oh. It cla- I'm going to use that <laughs> right away. First time I go get pulled by cover, I'm just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> mental. It claimed Roderick was unable to go forward or intelligently participate in probation revocation hearings. I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't want to. I don't want to pull out the R word. I don't. I don't. This whole entire story. Exceeded. <laughs> I didn't say it. All charges were dropped. Radrick was uh, forcibly admitted to a mental institution for evaluation. He's sent to the 110. I'm sorry, 111 bed psychiatric facility, Anchor Hospital. 111 bed. Yep. One extra. Radrick was released 10 days later. He's better. I'm cured. <laughs> I'm not stupid anymore. Busted out for him doing his best. I, I don't think anybody helped him. <laughs> I totally understand. No, I'm not here. Uh, I'm not actually a patient. I'm just here handing out these because Casino is paying me. <laughs> That's when you know you're doing good. March 18, 2011, Radrick releases his 10th EP, The Return of Mr. Zone 6. 
That's the name of the uh, the, the the rap group. Extended play. Yes. Produced mostly by Drummable. It debuts at number 18 on Billboard, number two on the rap charts, and number eight on R&B and hip hop. So again, his tenth album is killing money. Beats yep. crushing it. April 8, 2011, Radvik is out driving his white Hummer around the mall in Atlanta. In the mall? Around the mall. Around the mall. Oh my God. Um, he sees a woman outside the mall. She looks nice and approachable, so he drives up to her and invites her to breakfast. Would you like to have some breakfast? What time of the day is it? It's in the morning. Did they went to the Waffle House? They're on their way to IHOP. That's what he said. No, that. hold on. Back up. Beep, beep, beep. Do I think the Hummer probably has that? Who <laughs> in Atlanta from the South picks up a girl in the mall parking lot and picks a Waffle or picks the uh, IHOP, IHOP over the Waffle House? Well, is he not? He is. He needs to go back to that psych ward. Well, it's funny you pick up on that because Diana Graham, the woman he picked up, did not pick up on that. Um, but she did notice, hey, this isn't the way to IHOP. We're going to the hotel district. Well, see, the nice thing is you take a girl to a Waffle House down south. They have them there. Well, you could be going to any district. And you're <laughs> like, oh, well, there is a Waffle House over there. I've seen them in Atlanta. They're on every corner. I have not been to Atlanta <laughs> like that. Go, I really if do. you have like two major intersections, take your like um, – Was it like Starbucks of the South? Like there's Waffle Houses everywhere? Oh, yeah, and it takes forever. Oh. Everywhere. And they're all thwarted. You're like, well, I've never been. Now, now you got me curious about – I'm going to go to Waffle House they got, they got a They got a Philly cheesesteak now. Silver like a cup that you would see milkshakes getting made in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they take them eggs. They take like three or four eggs, whatever your you know omelet calls for. Put it in one of those milkshake machines and they yeah. wee. Whip and it. They whip that thing up for I swear to God, it's like an hour and a half. <laughs> you know they whip that up for a minute or something, and they really take that egg and they give it really fluffy and dump it in between there. And everything is being cooked right in front of you. Wow. It's, it's all there's no kitchen inside of it. There's well, the dishwasher. There's like Benihana's. There's just like a hibachi no, well, in front of it. There's, there's like, a, like a bar. Like you'd go to a, a drinking establishment. An omelet station. Where the drinks are at. Yes. That's where they take all the food. And they got their own special language. And the customers are like supposed to connect and compare their customers to. It's just the South. It's not a special language. It's an accent. No, it's just no. no Y'all want some food? And, and when you order. They'll take it right from the ticket out, and they'll put it on one of those things, you know, the tic- the, 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 the ticket, the, it's one of those things you spin, <laughs> you know, that you take the... Yeah, Mel's Diner. I know what you're talking about here, Alice. Yeah, I just... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the cook will grab it off there real quick, and he'll read it, and you'll see it, like, take a little piece of, maybe you can put it on the plate, and they'll take that piece of, of lettuce, and they'll put that on the plate, and they'll put that chicken back up, and they'll slide that plate down to a little tiny piece of chicken they put on there. That is their language to what that plate means after at when it's all over, so they don't forget. They don't got to look back at that ticket again. I see. We don't have Waffle House in Michigan. We do not have. No, Waffle you got to get halfway through Clinton, Ohio, to find yourself a Waffle House, and that's not even a proper Waffle House. You got to be south of the Mason Dixon. Now I want to go to Ohio. I feel like I want to go to Atlanta too. I'm like, curious. Picture Linden Road and Miller Road. You know, yeah, over there by yeah, the mall. Yeah. 
Now you know there's like a there's like Point a, Town Directions for everybody. There's like a tart van like, in one corner. Yeah. There's like a Taco Bell on another corner. There's like a diner on another corner and a Tire store on the other corner. Yeah. Picture all of them being Waffle House. Oh. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go to a Waffle House. Why? Well, they should have went to a Waffle House. Diana would have probably preferred the Waffle House to what comes next because uh, – she had her eggs scrambled, Ryan. No, actually, she didn't. Radrick is like, all right, you got me. We're not going to IHOP or Waffle House because if I was taking you to breakfast, we'd go to Waffle House. But we're, we're, we're not going to IHOP. Um, but would you take $150 for sex? Really? <laughs> He's a famous rapper. <laughs> Money coming out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. Icy. He is, he is covered in cum. Yeah, dripping. Dripping in cum. With this custom white hummus. And... Offering some <laughs> girl, some, some mall, mall girl, <laughs> one hundred fifty bucks. Yep, that was the evaluation put on the situation, my man. So what'd you say? Uh, she declined his offer, and so Radrick reached over, opened her door, and pushed her out of the moving Hummer. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what your reaction to that would I be. That. I just, I was like, I know he's gonna have some that's reaction. That's a move. That's that's definitely a position. Uh, and you're like, you know what? All right, see you. <laughs> no moving. And that's a launch ball, even if they're at a stop sign. Oh, God. Sign. No, it was moving. He was, he was in route. Just missed his spot. <laughs> right, yeah. Kicked her off the side. Bye, bitch. Hate to say it. This is Exxon Cop. Bye, Felicia. Uh, yeah, man. So, Radrick is arrested for misdemeanor battery. He's out on a $5,000 bond. I'm not laughing at Diana. I, I'm sure that was bad for her. I apologize. Well, I'm laughing. On. I'm laughing at the audacity of Radrick, to be honest with you. Like, you want my 150? Get out. I don't <laughs> want to. I, I know we got this sticker here, right here. Yeah, but we're not making fun of victims. We're making fun of the stupid choices of famous people. She's at the mall. Yeah. Some dude pulls up in a car. Hey, you want to go breakfast? Oh, okay. It's a nice car. Oh, okay. Look like a nice dude. No. <laughs> you don't do that. Don't get in the car with strangers? No. Every first date. Boy or girl, you should at least have somebody in your in your posse know where you're going Social and what circle. you're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Instagram and stuff. She might have told her friends, and then maybe. after the fact, she's like, "Oh shit, that maybe, was maybe. Gucci." I still don't think you get in the car. That's why my piece of my kids. Don't get in don't the car. do that. Don't get in the car with Big Wop. Kids, I want to set you down. This is an important lesson. If you ever see Big Guap come up and offer to take you to IHOP, it's a trap. If anybody picks IHOP over Waffle House, <laughs> this is a trap. It's up. totally a setup. They're, they're just, this that's is a lie. Trap this is a lie. That's that's the trap. trap. Yeah, you want to go to IHOP? Whoa. 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 Red light. Did you go red light? Yep. That should tip you off that this deal is about to go bad. So I had a weird thing happen the other day. You know, they talk Side about all the human trap. Not bull crap. I mean, that's like, why are you making stuff. it serious? Right? No, yeah, it's super serious. So, I'm at the I'm, my my son, twelve, ten, something. Did you just sell your child? No, no. We're we're getting stolen though. We were at the we were at the grocery store at the Kroger, and we're done. He gets in the front seat. He's getting in the front seat of the of of our van, and I'm loading up. I'm loading up the groceries in the back half, and this lady, middle aged, older lady, comes up to me. She's trying to steal your kid. And she says to me, you might think this is a weird, and I'm stuffing my face full of Doritos. You, you, uh, you might think I'm weird for asking this, but my vehicle goes into some problem with the wheels. There's a plane in front of your, your zip code. I'm Googling it. 
Skeptical hippo eyes right and here. And so that hit me right then. It was maybe 40 seconds of anticipation. But right away, I'm like, this is too weird. And I, I looked, I made sure nobody was like, she was distracting oh, me dude, and somebody right? else was taking my that, kids. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, this is Jurassic Park with the one Velociraptor. You're like, oh, that's a girl. And the other one attacks you from the side. Yeah. Like, oh. No, nobody took my kid. Still got my kid. That's good. But it was that's still, uh, keep, it on, keep your heads up, folks. Head on a swivel, baby. Nope. Said nothing about IHOP or Waffle House, but I feel like that would be good. I do feel like that is a good like skill that you learn. It's like keep your eyes moving and your head on a swivel, dude. <laughs> like you got beat up at the yeah. wood trough. Uh, well, no, well, I actually fought them off. Pistol whipped or yeah, something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just things happen. Things don't happen. Five guys in blue bandanas tried to take my chocolate milk and Sixlets, but they did not. Those are good. They're good. They're right. It's different than an M and M. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't have any uh, funyuns with you. I did not have funyuns that night. No, that was chocolate milk and Sixlets, and then uh, that's sweet. Yeah, 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 that was the day we went to the beer tour. Remember, we took the beer tour of Weberville. Michigan what? We went to the beer, the brewery of Weberville, Michigan Did Brewing we? Company. Yep. Was that that day? Yep. And so I got I didn't home. I remember that. I got home, and I was like, uh, my girlfriend slash now wife was like, you want me to go get you something from the store? And I'm like, uh, yeah, go get me. I don't know what I want. I'm going to go. And so we lived real close, so I took some uh, casual time driving down there to the uh, – Woodcroft Market, and yeah, uh, come walking out. It sounded like basketball practice running up on me. I was like, "Where's the last sneaker shoe?" Ah, you know, and then people reaching and grabbing. Give me my shit. I'm like, <laughs> fools! I've been unemployed for three weeks. I ain't got shit. <laughs> <laughs> so then you started started throwing. Yep, dude. <laughs> this is gonna be practice, fellas, because uh, <laughs> I got nothing. This is gonna be practice. So started throwing blows, dude, and uh, that's about that's that's how this story ends. They ran off in the end. Didn't get nothing. Wreck my shell necklace. <laughs> now, now, follow up to that story. I had, those kids didn't know what those are for. I had, <laughs> I had gone back like a month later, and I go in, and of course, there's like three inch thick glass everywhere now, and like one of those little carts that you wheel around your purchases in, and then you got to put your money in and stuff. And so they, they glassed it all off. You think that place is still in business? Yeah, I know it is. It's still up there. So I asked the guy, I was like, hey, man, you remember me? He goes, oh, yeah, no. He's like, I've been waiting for you to come in. Funny story, next, uh, probably about a week later. Said the same description of what you gave me, like the kids and the bandanas and stuff. They called the pizza delivery guy out to the neighborhood into a cul-de-sac. And then the kids kind of blocked off the car and tried jacking the pizza delivery guy. Uh, the pizza delivery guys in Flint are packing heat usually, so he shot three of them. One of them died. The no other, shit. Yep. The other two got uh, in custody and then flipped on the fourth one, the fifth one, whatever it was. It wasn't Papa so John's guy? It was, <laughs> I think it was Papa John's guy. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what he told me. He goes, he goes so just want to let you know there's an update there. I'm like, Okay. That guy's packing heat. Comma. Like, jeez, hey. folks. So, yeah, man, uh, Go Down Swinging is the new family motto from then on, and that started my 10-year adventure into jiu-jitsu and MMA, which we're at now. Well, 11 now. Brian was just a scared little man at that point. Now well, you don't know what to do, down. right? Like, you know, I'm like, I've never been in this situation you before. you jiu-jitsu. You're going to get yeah. something in the rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, a little rough, brother. Yeah, no, I need a new one, right? No, you need to stop doing it. I'm deadly, though, dude. It's good. We're, we're an hour into this show. We're so far in. Have the worst technicalities or the technical difficulties. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, if you're still with us, let's talk about. Um, here's the thing, though. Radrick, Radrick, even though he was arrested 
uh, for pushing that woman out of the car, right? He was like, you know what? My bad. Let me see. How about I do a free concert for the DeKalb County Battered Women's Shelter? And the judge politely declined his offer and said, you get six months. Should have still come up with it. If I mean, if you're gonna offer it to get out of a problem, you better offer it all through. Uh, you would think. I think he was just trying to play it cool and see if he could get away with yeah. the box. Anyway, Diana, the woman who got chucked out of the Hummer, she sues Roderick and wins her settlement for an estimated fifty-eight thousand dollars. Oh, that's better than one hundred fifty bucks. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Move it to Calgary. Oh, it's awful. Uh, shortly after, he gets released. Should be good. I'm just gonna openly admit technical difficulties. You should be good. All right. All right, everybody, get ready for it. <laughs> You're that, that's waiting. There's uh, things on the computer. I think are gonna happen. But Brian says we're good. I think we're good. All right, we're good. Nope, we're <laughs> good. <laughs> it's so funny though. We're good now. All right, now we're good. Uh, pushing buttons. Shortly after he's getting released, uh, Roderick, he's got a quote. He says, "Quote." This is the last time I think I'll ever be in jail. Predict. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen, Ben? Drugs. 420, 2011. Nailed it. <laughs> Roger get arrested for drugs. Two counts of aggravated assault and assault with a deadly weapon. He gets six months in jail. He gets six months. He might as well just only get a sublet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm really here half the time. I'm kind of a snowbird. Uh, I'll be here half the time, and then I'll be in uh, jail half the time. So keep my, Just keep my room waiting for me, right. you can officer. Just stop my mail from uh, September through about February. <laughs> jail time. <laughs> Radrick keeps making uh, mixtapes, though, right? And uh, he's featuring songs with him on it, and other people like Yo Gotti and Rocco, Waka Flocka Twain, Jadakiss, 2 Chains, and Future. I agree. I also thought Future was going to be bigger than he was, but I guess that's just me. Future. Oh. <laughs> I got that just for you. <laughs> All right. Glad it's there. All right. All right. So March 26, 2013, Radrick is arrested for drugs. Aggravated assault. I'm An assault with a deadly I, weapon I, again. I have, I have already cast my lot here. I'm going to go with drugs. Pot committed. Uh, inside Atlanta's uh, Harlem Nights Club. A soldier asked Roderick, well, he asked Roderick's security guards, right? They're up, Roderick's up in the VIP area of this uh, Harlem Nights Club. It's, I'm going to get him stuck bar. with Nights Club, Harlem Nights Club. Bar. He's at the bar. He's at the bar. He's in the VIP section, right? And this soldier comes up to the security guards. Like and he's an like, army guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I think it's an army guy. He's like, hey, man, um, can I get a picture with Gucci? Because he's Gucci. Can I get a picture with Gucci? And uh, he's like, ah, well, his name is Roderick Gucci. So what we're going to call him is Stacy. Can I get a picture with Gucci? And uh, just then, <laughs> Gucci, Roderick, smacks a soldier in the back of the head with a champagne bottle. Boom! What? Dude, his dad was a soldier. His dad, his grand, he's got a long history. What the hell? Soldier's head splits open. He's treated at Grady Memorial Hospital, receives 10 stitches, and is treated for concussion. He did not get the picture. Radrick is arrested for aggravated assault. He posts seventy. <laughs> he posts seventy-five thousand dollars bond and is released the next day. But then he's arrested for parole violation because he can't get arrested. Yeah, while he's on parole. It clearly says no bottles of spirits. That way they don't drink to excess. Because they were after. Well, this is two thousand. Urban community. 
gave up on Chris Bell. 2013 in yeah, Atlanta. No, I don't no, think I think Chris is done. No, they 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 stripped he and a couple other ones and Corey Barnaby kind of joined up and um, and Ty Urban you know the the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're legitimate like champagne sales decline and rise due to rap music. That's not yeah. some weird bullshit. I've never heard that actually. I had I've had Dom. Dom I've had Dom. Yeah, yeah, that was I think they came out around the same time. Dom was there. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Radrick gets three weeks jail, none for weeks. Only three weeks? You know? The guy asked him for a picture. It's like, he came to me. What, you hit somebody in the head with a bottle. That's how I think. That's just, I put it, I, everybody knows me knows how to tug it. I'm a very physical, uh, I talk with my hands. I hug hard, I think. That's <laughs> September 2013. Radrick's hanging out with his buddies. But he's acting funny. Oh. See? Yo, he's like making money. funny? No, 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 no. He's acting funny, unpredictable, erratic. So his friends gonna help their friend. They call the cops. They're like, "This dude's acting erratic." The cops arrive. Radrick starts cursing them out and threatening the cops. Fuck you! I didn't call you. You don't touch me. Keep your hands off me. Don't, don't touch. Don't touch. Was it Monday? (laughs) It might have been. You called me. Shut the fuck up, Monday. Thank you, buddy. Uh, They arrest Radrick and they find weed. And a 45 with eight rounds of ammo. This is a Taurus handgun. You know what a 45 caliber Taurus is? No, I don't. Sounds bigger than an eagle. No. Is an eagle that big? I swear, an eagle's a 50. I it's a big, stupid gun. I don't know. He's charged with weapons possession by a felon, disorderly conduct, uh, carrying concealed weapon, marijuana possession, less than one ounce, and probation violation. Probation violation? Probation. Standing ovation, probation. Two days later, Radrick is with his lawyers talking business, and he starts acting erratic. Again. There you go. So drugs involved. There's drugs. They're like, we have to help our client. So they call the police to help their client. Why are they calling the motherfucking police? Why are they calling, like, an ambulance? (laughs) So Radrick has a different gun on him. This time he's got a forty cal Glock with him. Oh, he's he's got a Model 22 going on, huh? And some weed. No charges were pressed that I think it was day. Model 22 or Model 19. Plastic Fantastic is all I know. Yeah, I don't like Glocks. Doesn't your wife have a Glock? Yeah. Okay. I don't 20, like it's a Model 22. Yeah. Is the trigger pull? Well, all the guns are. Yeah. That's what they say. That same week, so the very same week, Roderick has a huge public Twitter tirade. Uh, various members of the Brick Squad and the Brick Squad Monopoly created shots on Twitter, and uh, Roderick would go on and say, like, fuck Brick Squad, and stuff like that. Wow, so, uh, Twitter, Twitter war. Right. He claimed his former manager, Waka Flocka Flame's mother, uh, Deborah Anthony. We'll just call it. We'll just. It, I thought that would be easier than it's calling her Waka it's Flocka a, Flames mother. It's an old friend. Who's the aunt again? <laughs> aunt or who's your friend? Aunt or who's your friend? Just my opinion. Uh, so Deborah basically, uh, uh, Radrick's claiming De- Debbie stole some money from uh, OJ the Juice Man in French Montana. It's like this dude. She's stealing your money, guys. So Radrick goes on Twitter and he says uh, he's selling the record contracts of Waka Flocka and Young Scooter and Young Thug. It's like, you know what? 
fuck you guys. I'm going to sell your contract. Who wants some contracts? Who wants a rapper? I'll sell you their contract. Did uh, did Drake write the fuck song? Anybody ever write the fuck song? No, but he did give Nicki Minaj, Drake, 2 Chains, and Rick Ross in the process. Why would you do that? He's like, you know who else sucks? These a-holes. Drake is one of the nicest guys out there. This kid was in a wheelchair when he was a kid. Drake is Apple. one of the not, he's so he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Okay. It's a Degrassi joke. Yeah, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. And he was a Raptors fan before they were good. <laughs> All right? Just saying. You asked why would Radvik do this? Hold on, I did not ask that. Asked but why, why would he do that? Because <laughs> uh, later that night, he also, along with his Twitter tirade, released his latest mixtape. <laughs> released mixtape? <laughs> released his latest mixtape. Diary of a Trap God. Go back to naming them after Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, Twitter t- uh, <laughs> the Twitter tirade stops right then and there. Radrick claims his account was hacked. Weak sauce, brother. <laughs> Weak sauce. <laughs> nope, my account was hacked by my ex-manager, Coach K. Apparently, he did it for $5,000. He actually said bad things about Drake and Nikki and all those people. Yep, yep. Radrick deleted all of those bad tweets, though. He's like, it wasn't me. It was it was Coach K. I'm joking. I'm joking. Coach K? Coach K. That's his rap name. Uh, he's a he's a what's his name? An Atlanta uh, rapper, I believe. No, I thought he was a basketball player. That's Coach K. That is a different Coach K. No, it's exactly the same. Wow. Fire you know that they read the fuck. Sure was that was the only, I mean, how long does it take to close the game? A couple hours? Like you not even, it. right? You can't time a lot of time in the week. Two weeks later, Roderick's got time because he's like, uh, you know what? It was me. I was making those tweets. I, I did it. So he's like, but I was high on codeine and promethazine. 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 Get a drug out never. <laughs> I'll really, I don't know where. I don't, it could be, there could be a pile of it this big or a jar of it or a glass of it. I don't even know if it's going to get. He apologizes to his friends and family and fans and the music industry people that he offended. He's like, all right, whatever. May 2014, Roderick pleads guilty to possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. He agrees to a plea deal. He gets three years and three months in prison in Terre Haute, Indiana. Terre Haute. Yes, Terre Haute. Did he get three years? Three years and three months. Wow, what, what year is this? 2014. So while he's in prison, Radrick releases 12 different projects Holy in shit. 2014 alone, and he clears over $1.3 million from prison. From behind bars. <laughs> yep. Making 16 cents an hour, doing whatever he does in prison. Wow, good for him. May 26, 2016, Radrick is released from prison. Free! In 2016? Yep. A little bit out. A little early, but all right, it's cool. The next day, he releases the single, First Day Out of the Feds. Back to naming, like you're saying. Actually, you know, he um, back to his naming conventions. He all the other little snippets he was just doing. He was in, he was in jail. Correct. Ah, uh, he's in prison. Well, he caught a federal he, felony, so he's in prison. Well, he got felony charges, but Which he always stayed in there for one more. That's true. Less than a year. Six months. They didn't tax him with anything. So, all right, go ahead. Uh, three weeks out, he's doing club shows. He's guesting on albums. He's back to business as usual. Probably, he probably oh wow because he's the guy who's made the most money while in prison i doubt it dude i doubt it i bet you there's a lot of dudes that are 
make so much money while releasing these albums. Not just with what he did while releasing these albums. Like, he was writing songs and doing releases and stuff yeah. with these things. Now, how do you do that? You got a lot of time on your hands. Well, well, I mean, but where do you record this shit at? Need a beatbox. Well, I'm just saying. I've seen a lot of TV, okay? They don't have a mix studio in those little cells. That's probably true. I don't know. I Maybe the prison library? I don't know. Maybe cell phones? Huh? Maybe you got an ass phone from somebody with a recording device on it. And Are you old? Are you old? <laughs> I'm going to use your magazine. All right, Internet. Oh. <laughs> Talk about the wallet, prison wallet. <laughs> prison wallet. What? <laughs> My pocket. You old? Uh, no, I am not old. Speaking of doubt, because you had some doubt there. There's an internet conspiracy theory that this is not actually Roderick. Who? The guy who came out of prison. They're claiming it's a clone of Roderick. That makes all the sense in the world. Well, they're, they're, the blunt, facts are... Did Blink-182 come out with this information? No, well, just the Tom DeMont, the lead guy. <laughs> Got a sweet uh, spaceship design from what I understand. All right, they point out that since prison, Roderick is thinner. Voice changed a little bit. He's focused on a healthier lifestyle, and this is all proof that that's not really Radrick. Well, maybe he got into prison and he went on the keto diet. That's the hot thing to do. Yeah, especially in <laughs> prison, I guess. No car, low carb. And if he's cut, and his voice is a little higher, I think I can just play that too. Woo! <laughs> Listen to that. Uh, but Mike. November 2016, Radrick collaborates with uh, Ray Sermon. Yeah, Ray Sermon. On the song uh, Black Beatles, which hits number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, I've heard that song. Radrick's first number one hit, uh, I Get the Bag featuring Migos, hits number 11 on Hot 100. Got the bag, get the money. How do you, you know these things? That's funny. Uh, he keeps making mixtapes and songs and albums and things like that. See, I made mixtapes back in the day, and I actually had the conversation with a kid on what a mixtape was. Now, this is different. Kids do stuff now. But you know, Sort you of. Th- we talked about this already, didn't we? Yeah, uh, well. Yeah, you sit there on the radio, you wait for a song, and you hit the button. Or you take a bunch of different tapes, and you only take the ones with the upbeat ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And your love song is sweet, and you get a good look, and you go to the break room and let them touch your heart. Well, that's a nice update. I'm going to update you. 2019, uh, Radrick performed at Coachella with Lil Pump and uh, Smoke Perp. Coachella. They, they called themselves Gucci Gang. Gucci. Gucci Gang. Uh, rumor has it the new stuff is coming, so we're not. You haven't heard the last of uh, Gucci Mane yet. And uh, as we do, a quote from Gucci: "Quote, before I make an action, I think about the consequences. Any decision I make is a heavy decision." Actually, you know what? Maybe. Thinking bank. <laughs> Maybe you thought a lot about. He it. spent some time in the jails. Yep. I bet he still doesn't know. I'm, I'm not saying it's luxurious in jail, but he has some street cred, so I think they're taking care of him there a little bit. I would say he probably had a better time in jail than most average citizens do. Yeah. Good way to put it. Good way to put it. And that all led to him being a millionaire. Yep. Maybe he did think about all that. 
I got a call from Rochester. Glad wrapped up this uh, this week's Rudy Nice Guy. Man, I didn't think we'd do it, but we we made it through it. Well, that was a rough one, man. Woo. That was a rough one. I appreciate anyone who's made it to this point. Uh, you send me a communication telling me you listened to the episode all the way up to here. I'll give you a personalized shout out on the next show because man, you committed. Yes, man, thank you. We did have some problems. Hey, it's tough. We couldn't get that far through an episode and then restart it. It wouldn't have been the best. You guys all understand this is not something that was being was being done with a professional engineering. It's just it's his name's Brian. He does <laughs> things. Yeah, I am not a professional engineer. No, no. Well, sometimes a computer is uh, a computer. It doesn't always compute. It's a thing. It's fascinating. Fast. Well, we figured it out. We're good. We had fun. Well, luckily, more beers. luckily Gucci is kind of rinse and repeat. It's like, oh, he gets arrested, and oh, he like, gets arrested again. Hey, you get arrested again. And yeah. So you can, you can sort of pick up the story wherever in the, in the run. Go listen to it. See what you think of it. You like it. It's fun. It is fun music. I it is. <laughs> Having celebrated their entire catalog, I'm going to say thanks again. Uh, yeah, check us out online on the socials. If you have anything you want to share with us, go to crimemusic.com and use us a speak pipe. You can just leave a voice message right there. We don't have to say nothing. Um, if you really want to help, go to Patreon. We haven't talked about that in a while. Patreon.com slash crimemusic. Become a monthly subscriber. I can send you these cards with this certain code on it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.